0: Welcome to Talking Point On this beautiful Tuesday evening The 26th of January Coinciding with the 15th of Rabi Thani 30, 1437 Well you're listening to a program called Focus on Palestine Now tonight on Focus on Palestine We continue with the second edition Of a four week series On the thick of citizenship It's 2016 And it's the year of our general election As South Africa it's our duty and constitutional privilege to make a difference by voting as Muslims. We can make a difference with close to a million Muslim South African citizens. We want to see change. We want to make that change. And that's why we need to vote. But we're going to speak to uh, uh, Moulana, Ihsan Hendricks, who will now f- f- go further into the thick of citizenship. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa
1: Alaykum as wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu brother Yusuf and to all the listeners of Radio Voice of the Cape, fellow South Africans, good evening. As-salamu alaykum wa wa barakatuhu.
0: Shukran, Molena, for making yourself available again for this evening on this very uh, important topic. We we focus on Palestine, but now today we're focusing on uh, uh, the citizen of um, the fic of citizenship, and we look at our Palestinian brethren who is crying for freedom. To here we have an opportunity to make a difference with our freedom Now Molana, you spoke about the fik of Mawattana we, uh, we focus on making a difference Now if we look at last election, a new party came into parliament With a lots of vigour and even challenging the, the rule of the main party And they got a million votes And with that they're in parliament making a difference Can we also do that?
1: Uh, Yusuf, it is uh, very important from the offset, I want to say that Tukul Muwatana and this subject is not to discuss uh, party politics. Mm -hmm. And so from the very offset, I want to refrain from discussing the position of any political party because that is not the purpose of the Sikh of citizenship. The Sikh of citizenship, Tukul Muwatana, is much broader than the affiliation and uh, the functioning of political parties uh, in uh, the so-called uh, democracies uh, that we have uh, today. Whilst we cannot uh, deny the fact that do uh, exist, but uh, that is not a point of departure for uh, the sake of citizenship. Mm-hmm. And therefore, I want to emphasise and say that since the fukul muatana is part of a a classical discourse among the uh, jurists, perhaps maybe uh, the terminology fukul muatana was not always the one that was used. There were other terminologies that were used, but we are not going to spend time into analyzing terminologies and definitions. And therefore, I want to say right from the outset, that it is uh, best uh, for us to allow uh, ourselves to journey the texts of very contemporary ulama in terms of how they have articulated the fiqh of citizenship. But again, perhaps maybe at the later stage we can talk about the functioning of uh, multi-party uh, uh, democracies, constitutional democracy. We can discuss that at the later stage. Uh, In the subject matter, not even in this evening program, but I mean in our intended uh, four parts, we can actually deal with that, uh, inshallah, tabaraka wa ta'ala. My second point where I want to again reiterate, why did uh, we strike the combination between the fiqh of citizenship and the ongoing cry of the Palestinian people for freedom and liberation? whilst the program on a Tuesday evening uh, seems to be strictly focusing on Palestine. But there is a very uh, good reason for striking uh, the combination between the two, because one must uh, appreciate that as citizens of our country, and particularly in our country, South Africa, and in the 20 years of our democracy and our historical background where we come from, One cannot deny the fact that there are many similarities in terms of the South African experience of the then apartheid system and the ongoing experience of the Palestinian people that continue to live under the yoke of Zionist uh, occupation. And I think this is the type of uh, momentum that many of the activists have uh, given to themselves in terms of prioritizing our commitment and our contribution and our solidarity with the Palestinian uh, people. And so I just want to emphasize that it should not be seen as one in isolation of the other one, but in fact it is the one as a very uh, integral part of the other one, insha'Allah. My third point uh, again will be, that we have sufficiently covered the first uh, program. And uh, in addition to having given uh, a brief introduction to the pick of muatana, the pick of citizenship, uh, we have received a number of very positive uh, input by many of uh, the listeners of Radio Voice of the Cape via the SMS system, as you have even forwarded to me. We have received a number of... Uh, Comments from people that, uh, fortunately, uh, happened to listen to the to the program last week and, uh, and, and and Tuesday, and therefore, as part two this evening in the thick of citizenship, I want to continue to further build uh, the background of the subject matter of the fiqh of citizenship, so that our community can understand the imams who are familiar with the subject matter, the ulama that needs to give direction and guidance to our people at a time that is, again, uh, regarded as a very important time in our history as citizens of this country. In fact, one cannot deny the fact that uh, municipal elections in any country, not only in South Africa, is regarded as to be uh, the type of aspect that deals with the bread and butter issues. And therefore, our key concept for the sick of muwatana, for the sick of uh, citizenship is al-musharaka, al-musharaka, al-musharaka. Efficient and good participation in the democratic structures of our government so that we do not uh, position ourselves as people who live in isolation away from uh, the mainstream. Of south african society neither do we adopt the very exclusive internal uh, vision that it's only about what is a priority for us as a community and in this particular instance i think i have given indication that whilst uh, our hajj is important it is not the only priority for us as South african citizens while the consumption of halal And halal certification is on the top priority of the Muslim community. We cannot believe that that is the only priority for us as South African citizens. There are many other aspects that is important for us uh, as citizens that we need to play our role in this particular country of us as uh, South Africans. If we are going to merely prioritize uh, our religious needs, uh, if we are only going to prioritize uh, our mosque and our minaras and our institutions and our Islamic identity and uh, we are not uh, vigilant around the contribution that we need to make for the rest of South Africa, then of course we are uh, really uh, beginning to uh, shape a future for us where we can uh, can become Uh, victims uh, of uh, what may be uh, interpreted as political dispossession. And political dispossession is a very vast uh, subject matter. I don't intend to discuss it this evening, but again it is with the idea to uh, um, solidify the understanding of siqh al the siqh of citizenship, inshallah. Now, Yusuf, uh, depending, and I'm guided by you in terms of time, because time is uh, always an important factor here, so uh, please, you need to tell me how many minutes we have before the next break in time.
0: Uh, Four minutes more, then.
1: So, in the next uh, four minutes, I want to begin to introduce that in terms of the subject matter in itself, uh, we have a number of prominent uh, uh, contemporary scholars who have uh, articulated and researched very attractive research work in Sukkul Mawadana. And here particularly I'm appealing to the imams, to the ulama, to the teachers in the Islamic institutions, and uh, of course people who have access to uh, the Arabic uh, texts and the Arabic language, uh, perhaps maybe to uh, begin to prioritize the names of prominent uh, uh, ulama, and some of them I will begin to to list in this program, inshallah, and also give a background to what has motivated these uh, leaders and these ulama to begin to research uh, in its very contemporary political systems of the world, the subject matter of al Mawakana. Number one is, I would want to introduce uh, the late a uh, scholar by the name of Sheikh Faisal Mawlawi. Sheikh Faisal Mawlawi Rahmatullahi Alayhi. I happen to personally know uh, the late uh, Sheikh Faisal Maulawi. I have met him on numerous occasions in my travels to Lebanon. I was also fortunate to serve with him as an executive member on the international board of the Al-Quds Foundation where the headquarters is in Beirut, I was, in addition, I was fortunate to serve as an executive member with Sheikh Faisal Maulawi when he served, uh, prior to his demise, when he served as an executive member of the International Union of Muslim uh, Scholars. In fact, this research of Sheikh Faisal Mawlawi is titled in Arabic, Al-Muslimu. In the Muslim citizen in Europe. And therefore, uh, Brother Yusuf, uh, just to remind the listeners again, one of the uh, uh, reasons that we emphasize in our introduction, the terminologies, so that when we use it in the remaining programs such as what is the meaning of watan, what is the meaning of Muwatanah? What is the meaning of Muwatin? And here Muwatin is referred to as the citizen. Sheikh Faisal al-Mawla we wrote the kitab, Al-Muslimu Muwatinan fi Al-Rubba." Sheikh Faisal al also served until uh, the days of his sickbed and his demise. He served as the leading scholar on the European Council, uh, the Fatwa Council, of the European uh, Muslim community. And in light of his experience of European society and the years that he spent in Europe, he felt it very necessary. After he made some very serious observations of the migration of particularly uh, Muslims coming from the al Alamul arabi from the Arab world, migrating to Europe. And so the late Sheikh Faisal Mawlawi who serve in all these key positions, then begin to research. And one of the observations, one of the observations made by Sheikh Faisal Moulin was that in spite of the fact that many of these people migrated from their countries of domicile to Europe, they uh, showed the lack of participation as Muslims of uh, Arab origin in the political programs of Europe,
0: Molena, we need to take a break now. Molena, um, can you hold your thoughts, Molena? We'll be back just after this.
1: When we come back, we continue to analyze the research of Sheikh al Molawi, inshallah.
0: Um, Amen, inshallah. Shukran, Molena. Assalamu alaikum wabarakatuh Welcome back to Talking Point on this beautiful Tuesday evening We're busy on focus on Palestine And we're focusing also now tonight on uh, Fiq'ul Mawatana, But uh, specifically focusing on the research done by Sheikh Faisal Maulawi. Now uh, we have Maulana Ihsan Hendrix online Which is President of the MGC and a Palestinian historian So uh, yes Maulana, you can continue
1: Remains uh, very critical, particularly of uh, Muslims who gain uh, citizenship in Europe but continue to live via the satellite uh, facilities of the countries of origin. This was one of the very uh, serious observations of uh, Sheikh al Mawlawi that he says that these Muslims who came and who gained a uh, citizenship in Europe, they continue to remain in their comfort zone. They uh they have gained citizenship in Europe, but their hearts remain in their countries of origin, uh, wherever they came from, whether it was from Tunisia, whether it was from Morocco, whether it was from wherever it may be, and some of them Uh, they adhere to the satellite facility and uh, begin to structure themselves in such a way, in spite of them having gained citizenship, they begin to drive themselves in isolation. In fact, Shefayt al-Molawi says, the very strange uh, part of this type of behavior is, that these people are earning the piece of bread in Europe, but they neglect their responsibility as European citizens. And so when people become critical of uh, uh, Muslims who become isolationists, or we create an enclave for ourselves, or Arab communities who particularly against citizenship, whether it is people muslims from any part of the world they then uh, begin to function in their own little enclavement and in fact al malawi described this to what he calls the ungrounded fear of integration into european society and the terminology that is used in arabic for integration is al-indimaj. And in the uh, as integration is a very important subject matter. In fact, uh, should we continue in the future, then I think one of the lessons that we as a minority uh, Muslim community in South Africa uh, over the last 300 years can share with many uh, emerging minority Muslim communities in other parts of the world, and I will not even hesitate to say that the Muslim minority of South Africa can possibly share many of our examples historically as a minority Muslim community with majority Muslim societies. And the question of al-indimaj al tamayyuz. This is a very interesting uh, terminology in the thick of in the indimaj integration. You integrate into the society. That you keep your uh, religious distinction. Integration does not mean that you have to lose your identity, your weapon, the identity of you as a citizen. You don't need to lose your uh, you don't need to lose your identity uh, as uh, 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 as a Muslim but you need to be open to the question of al indimaj because we are living in a multi-religious society in a multi-cultural society with people diverse cultural backgrounds, with people of diverse uh, a religious beliefs uh, so we have to integrate to the extent that we do not uh, design for us a program of isolation and so Shaftes al we say that a fundamental point is that Muslims must learn wherever they are, whether it's in Africa, whether it is in any other part of the world we must adopt what he describes in Arabic and this is I use the Arabic terminologies particularly so that those among the ulama and the imams who are listening uh, to this program equally on a Tuesday evening can understand that these are the mustalahat, these are the terminologies that is applicable to the subject matter of the Qul and that is al-Mawkas al-Ijabi, It talks of the strategic, strategic positioning of Muslim minorities in their communities. So when we motivate the uh, overall uh, participation of Muslims in the democratic structures of our country, it is equally important that we adopt the strategic position all the time. And here the question of Maslaha. What is in the common interest of us as a Muslim community what is in the common interest of our country? What is in the common interest of society and humanity? And Muslims should always strategically place themselves to be people. We should be in the front line to build the society and to build our country. And I think, uh, Brother Youtube, that is sufficient uh, maybe for tonight. Uh, from the research of uh, Sheikh Faisal Mawlawi. And again, I say that Sheikh Faisal Mawlawi is from Lebanese origin. I did uh, clearly spell out the various strategic positions that he held during his lifetime. And what is it that compelled him amongst all the research that he did? This is one of the publications of the International Union of Muslim Scholars, Al Fiqh Al Mawatana, or oh, uh, Infiq Al Mawatana. Al Muslim in If there are any of the ulama listening to this program that have a particular interest to have access to this reading, I can even forward it to them in the PDF uh, uh, file form inshallah for their reading. I mean, then amongst, uh, Yes,
0: yes sir. Now, I'm saying, I mean, inshallah. Now, uh, for those listeners who will also like to get more information, you can also SMS us on 47913, 47913. Those SMSs will be forwarded to Mawlana, so you can also send your SMSs right now at the moment if you would like to get more information on what Mawlana is uh, uh, informing us about, inshallah. <laughs> Tafadda, Mawlana. Uh, two, I want to highlight uh, two very contemporary
1: uh, scholars on the matter. Uh, uh, it's not two more than three more. But it's very interesting to, uh, to, to see the, 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 the background of these uh, researchers and these scholars. And when one examines the, the background from where they come and what the political situation in their countries were, particularly over the last 60 years, and particularly in light of the uh, spring uh, revolution, The al-Rabi, the Arab Spring uh, uh, Revolution, and it continues to suffer many blows. We uh, hear such uh, terminology such as uh, Tawratul Mubad, uh, we hear about the opposition uh, revolution at one particular stage. Everybody five years ago or six years ago celebrating uh, the revolution in 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 the Arab world, and particularly in Tunisia, when it started off in Tunisia, and therefore, uh, the next very prominent uh, 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 researcher that I want to highlight is uh, Dr. Uh, Majid al Al-Najjar. Uh, Al-Najjar, of course, is a very uh, uh, common name here for us, the Najjar family. is a very well-known family here in Cape Town, produced many uh, nasha'ich, such as uh, Sheikh Abdul-Razak Najjar, Rahmatullahi Ali, uh, Sheikh Abu Bakr Najjar, the late father, uh, Sheikh Sa'id Najar, Sheikh Botan Najar, his father, his uh, grandfather. The Najar family is a very well-known family uh, in South Africa and well-known for the contribution to the uh, Islamic uh, development of, of, of us as Muslims in this country. So Dr. Majid Najar is a Tunisian who lived for many years in exile. And of course, uh, he is a member of the Al-Nahda, party uh, in, uh, in, in, in Tunisia. Sheikh Abdul-Majid Najjar is very uh, profound in his analysis of sukul Mawakana. I am highlighting Sheikh Abdul-Majid Najjar because the ulama who will read the works of Sheikh Abdul-Majid Najjar will find many answers into the contemporary challenges that a community such as Tunisia experience in the previous uh, political chapter, then the commencement of the revolution, and then, of course, what was required uh, uh, to be the transitional period for a community come from, coming from such a political background, then the revolution, then what will be the future of Tunisia? And I think in my observation and in my research, in Tunisia stands out as a model, because immediately when we highlight the works of Sheikh Abdul Majid Najjar, I want to highlight equally the genius, the intellectual might, the vision, the political strength uh, of a non scholar who came to South Africa many years ago, was lived in exile in London for more than 20 years who uh, served uh, uh, many years in, in, in incarceration in, 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 in Tunisian jails. And then, of course, when the Arab Spring started, uh, the likes of Sheikh uh, Rashid Ghanoussi returned to Tunisia to play his role in shaping the future of the country. I must say that uh, those of us who have met Sheikh Rashid Ghanoussi uh, will recall his visits to South Africa, In addition, I was very fortunate, uh, and I continue to serve as an executive member of the International Union of Muslim Scholars and have a very close working relationship with uh, Sheikh Rashid Ghanousi. In fact, one of the aspects of Sheikh Rashid Ghanousi is it's very uh, appetizing to read the works of Sheikh Rashid Ghanousi. And the ulama knows that those of us who come through the normal training of the normal curriculum, where you read Sikh, you read tafsir, you read hadith, uh, but we are not always exposed to the contemporary vocabulary of the political discourses of these countries or the political discourses as it unfolds today uh, uh, during our times. And therefore, when one reads the works of Sheikh Rashid Ghanoushi, you find extreme difficulty even in the terminologies that you use in the Arabic language, because you are compelled to research and to find uh, the equal of those terminologies in, in English, that is not in the normal study of any student who goes to a Darul Ulum or to an Islamic institution, or even students who are uh, 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 associated and graduate from international Islamic well-established. Universities. The work of Sheikh Warashid Al Ghanousi in uh, the Theatre, the Sikh, the jurisprudence of, of, of the political science or the political sciences, is absolutely very important. And therefore, I, I, I also place him on the record for our study. InshaAllah wa Taala. I mean, in our ongoing uh, programs, uh, Brother Yusuf, how much time do
0: we have? Um, I just need to take okay. a short break, Malena, if you don't mind. Sorry. We just needed to, to sh- uh, take a short break. Can you just hold your thoughts on that, Malena? Yes. Shukran. 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 Okay, shukran jazilan. Welcome back to Talking Point on this beautiful Tuesday evening. I'm busy with focus on Palestine, and who's online with me is none other than Ihsan Hendricks, president of the MGC and a Palestinian historian. So now, Maulana, you've been uh, giving us highlights on the three different uh, sheikhs that we that's going to be incorporated into this understanding of the fiqh of uh, citizenship, which is, uh, as you mentioned, Sheikh Faisal Maul Lawi. Then we also have uh, the Sheikh Abdul Majid uh, Najjar and also Sheikh Rashid uh, Ranousi. So um, are those the ones that we're going to be focusing on for the next uh, three, uh, three weeks, inshallah?
1: I want to add uh, two more very prominent scholars, and I mentioned their names so that uh, those of the ulama and imams who are listening to this program should know that we are not talking in, in, uh, in, 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 in imaginary terms, that we are talking uh, at the backdrop of the research, well-established research of uh, very contemporary scholars, who have really clinically cleansed many of the texts, and of course have looked at the contemporary challenges of the al-Alam al-Arabi, the Arab world, al-Alam al-Islami, the Muslim world and of course the rest of the world faced with their political challenges. I want to list uh, uh, another prominent uh, scholar whom I have an immense amount of respect for and fortunately have also met him on more than one occasion also served with us as an executive member on the International Union of Muslim Scholars, and he comes from Libya, and he is none other than the famous, a uh, very prolific writer and author, Sheikh Mohammed uh, Salabi. There are many people in our community now who have familiarized themselves with the works of uh, Sheikh Mohammed Salabi, particularly the, the, the history of the Khulafa' Al-Rashidun, The history of the of the uh, uh, illustrious companions of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa alaihi wasallam. The Sheikh Muhammad Salabi also wrote the book uh, titled "Sikul Muatna," the Sikh of Citizenship, al Muatin the Citizen, wa Hukouk al Muatna and the Rights of Citizenship, wa Masooliyat al Muatin as well as the responsibility of the citizens. And again, I must say that when one uh, uh, studies the background of Sheikh Mohammed Al-Zalabi as a Libyan, and we are all familiar of what the present uh, situation is in Libya, we are all familiar with the era and the time of the brother leader Muammar Qaddafi, rahmatullahi alayhi. Uh, we are familiar with his uh, political program uh, for the Libyan uh, people. Uh, we are familiar that how Libya became part of the Arab Spring Revolution, and we continue to uh, uh, see and experience the very painful experience of the Libyan people who continue to be very unsettled. Very recently, there was another attempt by the Libyan people to bring about political stability. Then, of course, we have seen uh, uh, the uh, militias, such as uh, the Al Qaeda and the ISIS establishment, that infiltrate these countries, that begin to complicate uh, the problems for many of uh, the citizens of these uh, countries. So, Sheikh Mohammed Al uh, uh, Salami has also been very, uh, um, very prolific in his discourse of the sake of citizenship. Uh, if we conclude with these scholars, and I want to ask uh, Sheikh Yusuf Al-Qardawi, who has written uh, the kitab, the Qusiyata, the of uh, uh, politics. It is important for us to know, and as you have just mentioned them in sequence, we started off this program to say the words of Sheikh Feltz Al-Mawlawi, Al-Muslimu Muwatinan Fi Aurubba. He is a very classical reference for us in this particular regard, and particularly highlighting the experience of Muslim minorities gaining citizenship in Europe. Sheikh Abdul Majid Najjar from Tunisia, based on his own political experience in Tunisia, and then, of course, contributing in uh, the way to the Arab Spring uh, a revolution for a better, political, stable, political future for the people of, uh, of of Tunisia. Then, of course, Sheikh Rashid uh, Ghanoussi uh, has become a very powerful reference uh, for the international community. And then, of course, Sheikh Mohammed Ballabi in Libya. And then, of course, the likes of Sheikh Yusuf Al-Qarbaoui. By virtue of this, Yusuf, we are not claiming that these people are the only authorities in the subject matter of the But what I'm saying is that in terms of the experience, and the clear combination may strike between the classical past and the contemporary challenges. One can almost find immediately the answers into the research that these contemporary (laughs) scholars. I hope that uh, next week, inshallah, uh, as we are coming to the conclusion of this program, also highlight uh, some of the good advice that uh, the late Sheikh Abul Hassan Ali Al-Nadmi uh, uh, delivered to the European community and particularly when he visited London, I think is a speech of Sheikh Abul Hassan Ali al Nadwi almost 30 years ago, when he talked of the strategic positioning of Muslims in British society. Now, it is equally important that we as South Africans understand. And here my appeal, particularly to the Muslim community, is whilst we are justified in many of our concerns for what is happening in our country, whilst at times seems to be uh, uh, the increase of the disillusionment of our people, with particularly what happens around the political parties, the lack of service delivery in our country, the increase of corruption in our country, the increase of crime in our country, and so on and so on and so on, and we can lift so many things. But that should not stop us from fulfilling our duty and obligation as citizens of this country. In fact, we should not underplay that the position of the individual citizen in any country is more powerful than the position of the government. It is the government that comes to that citizen. It is the citizen that needs to uphold his responsibility. It is the citizen that needs to keep the government responsible for what is happening in any of the countries and in this country, I want to say that the Muslim community should not succumb to the disillusionment that we experience. We must be strategic. And this is what Sheikh Faisal Mawla, we talk of, al Mukhis al-Ijabi, how strategically and in a very positive way we should position ourselves to make sure that the future is going to be kind to us. Not exclusively to us as the Muslim community, but to humanity and society that live in South Africa. It is absolutely important that we embrace our responsibility, that we fulfill our our obligations and that we fulfill our right as citizens, and particularly as a motivation in the upcoming municipal elections. It is important for our people to understand how important and how decisive that is for us. I am not using this platform. It's not my right. And we are living in a multi-party democracy in South Africa. In my capacity as the president of the Muslim Regional Council, as an individual, I will never abuse this platform to tell people who to vote for. That is the democratic right of every citizen in this country. But in terms of motivating the fiqh of muwatana, the fiqh of citizenship, that is why I cautioned right in the beginning of this program. Fiqh al is not just the discourse of our affiliation to political parties. Fiqh al is the discourse of the responsibility of every citizen in this country, to bow for the prosperity and the protection of our country, our South Africa, inshallah.
0: Amen. Amen Marlena. Marlena, you still have one minute left?
1: Well, in the one minute that is left, uh, I conclude and I say that we are placed on record this evening part two of the Sikh of Mwadana, the Sikh of citizenship, inshallah, uh, for the next two more programs, inshallah, we will continue to uh, look at the broader uh, definition of fukul muwatana, some of the areas of importance, the areas of priority. We have given an introduction, we have listed a number of uh, very contemporary capable scholars and researchers, and in the next uh, two programs, we will extensively go into broader areas of what is expected of the citizen, the responsibility of the citizen, insha'Allah, and how we are going to achieve uh, maximum for our country. I want to conclude on the very wise words of the great Egyptian uh, leader, the great Egyptian uh, alim, rahmatullahi alaihi, Sheikh Mohammed Al Ghazali, who said and who cautioned uh, recently. In fact, it has been even placed on the Facebook some of the brilliant uh, articulation of Sheikh uh, Muhammad Al-Ghazali when he said uh, uh, It is not uh, that you should be a collaborator with your enemy uh, At times it is sufficient uh, for the individual uh, to be uh, a very Irresponsible and a stupid person that you become a collaborator with a force out there that can destroy uh, the citizenship of our country. And in the future programs, we will cover extensively those other areas.
0: Insha'Allah, oh, As per usual, you did, did an excellent uh, job. Alhamdulillah, the work you are doing is uh, we do uh, echo your sentiments of saying Shukran, Jazilan for everything you are doing. I'm speaking to none other than Molena Ihsan Hendricks, the president of the MGC and Palestinian historian, giving us a very wise words uh, on talking about Fikr al Shukran, Jazilan, Molena. We will all chat again next week, Inshallah. Amin.
1: Marikama Shukran wa rahmatullahi wa
0: barakatuh.